some soap. And then do 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 this is a daily check-in. In this time when social distancing is important, we think it's just as vital to reach out to each other and check in, say hey, and trade some good things. I don't know about you guys, but I am a big ball of anxiety these days, vacillating somewhere between intense hope for humanity and screaming into my pillow. So I'm looking for every ounce of hope I can wherever I can find it. And that's what we're going to be doing here. I'll be calling Bob every weekday to say, hey, buddy, how you doing? Welcome to our daily check-in. Whoever you are, wherever you are, however you're feeling, you're welcome here. Aaliyah. Bob. Oh, my gosh. It's really good to hear your voice. Wow. It's really good to hear your voice. It's really good to hear your voice. Well, I never thought we'd be doing this, but here we are. How are you? You know, given the circumstances, I think I'm pretty good. How about you? Gosh, I'm... Yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of like... I'm good in this moment because it's really good to hear your voice. I can say that, but it's definitely like I vacillate between freaking out and um, just like looking for every sliver of hope I can find. But Bob, you and I have promised, made a promise to each other that five days a week, we're going to call and check in on each other and we're going to exchange one good thing each. So I've got my good thing. Yeah, you have your good thing? Of course I do. I'm, I'm really excited about this. I mean, I'm a reporter and so impulsively you know, what I'm going to do is find other good things that other people are doing in, as coping mechanisms and, and share them. And hopefully it helps somebody else who can either copy it or extend it. So, yes, I'm excited to hear your good thing. So you go first. Okay. Okay. Uh, mine is a poem. And it's a poem by Mary Oliver, who is this poet that I feel like I I don't know enough about her to call myself like a real diehard fan. But I do find that like... I turn to her words, to her poetry when in times of need um, and when I just like need something to hold on to. So there's this poem that I love called Happiness by Mary Oliver, and I'm going to read it to you now. Great. In the afternoon, I watched the she-bear. She was looking for the secret bin of sweetness, honey, that the bees store in the tree's soft caves, black block of gloom. She climbed down tree after tree and shuffled on through the woods. And then she found it, the honey house deep as heartwood, and dipped into it among the swarming bees. Honey and comb she lipped and tongued and scooped out in her black nails until maybe she grew full or sleepy or maybe a little drunk and sticky down the rugs of her arms and began to hum and sway. I saw her let go of the branches. I saw her lift her honeyed muzzle into the leaves and her thick arms as though she would fly. An enormous bee, all sweetness and wings, down into the meadows, the perfections of honeysuckle and roses and clover, 
to float and sleep in the sheer nets swaying from flower to flower, day after shining day. I love that poem. <laughs> like, I think about it a lot because I, I just, like, love this image of the bear covered in honey, like, long gloves or something <laughs> to the, her elbow. It's just, like, such a silly oh and sweet, pun definitely intended, visual. Ah, it's, it's, it's so beautiful, the idea of a drunk bear having the time of her life, right? That's... <laughs> Yeah, I keep thinking that either Rusty or Ethel would be great at playing the drunk bear in live theater. So. Oh, 100%. You know, it makes me think of this time that when we first rescued Ethel, she was a puppy and, you know, she's a big hound. And there was this moment, you know, so maybe she's not into honey, but she's definitely into like butter and dairy products. <laughs> and Brandon was cooking and he had this big block of butter on our counter, and we'd both stepped away from the kitchen, and we got really quiet, and we thought, oh, no, where's Ethel? And Ethel was in the kitchen, hugging the counter with both of her paws and legs, and she had her whole face, like, immersed in this block of butter, like, baking out with it. She was just, like, lapping it up. <laughs> just her whole face was covered in it, and she, like, saw us seeing her doing this and she froze and then she just like slowly backed away like she didn't do anything she's kind of like that bear poor ethel <laughs> and i'm sure there was part of you that was actually very happy for ethel that she got this french kiss moment with the butter <laughs> <laughs> totally yes a part of me was like ethel you better get that butter i'm so proud of you <laughs> but also please don't get a stomach ache right yeah yeah you're like trying to be pretend angry ethel don't do that don't give the butter. But if you're like, Ethel, I would totally do that if I could, if I was socially acceptable for me to do that too. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> okay, Bob, what's your good thing? I'm so ready. I need it. Well, so uh, my good thing is a, the basis of a, both halves of my life, a little bit of reporting, a little bit of playing music in bars. You know, I wrote a book about the bar business about a year ago, and my locals are very, very near and dear to me. And before I say this, nothing should take attention away from the people who are sick and the people who are caring for the sick right now. Um, they deserve all of our focus and all of our admiration. But there are all the second-order effects of people who are being hurt by what's going on right now. And one of many that we'll talk about, I think, over the next few weeks are people who work in the service industry, people who work at bars. And, and not just the employees, but for so many people, the local bar is, is as important as your family doctor, family therapist. I mean, it's where it's the family living room for a lot of people, especially in New York City and in Washington, D.C. And so what's been nice is I've seen a lot of cases of people rallying around their local bar, trying to make sure that it doesn't go under during this crazy time. I mean, bars are being forced to essentially go out of business temporarily to endure this. And so two quick stories. One, mm. I'm in Washington, D.C. right now, and around the corner for me is Duke's Grocer, which is part of a small chain of four mm. places named Duke's. And Last night, when the, the mayor told all these restaurants and uh, bars that they had to basically shut down, uh, Duke's faced losing all of its food and was all going to go to waste. So at 6 o'clock last night, they announced on social media, they were just going to give all of their food away to patrons. So you placed an order and you showed up, they just gave it to you for free. Wow. And I happen to be there checking in on them. I'm kind of an uh, honorary employee there. And, uh, and <laughs> I was there when it happened. And, you know, within minutes... The stream of people just showed up at the door. It was incredible how quickly. They had to hang, disconnect the phone. It, the phone was ringing so much. 
Um, but that was nice enough. But then immediately somebody also wrote in and said, you know, we should make sure this food gets to homeless people or shelters that need it. And so right away, people started showing up to collect the food and, and bring it to shelters. And so just an amazing example of how quickly people can, can rally to do something good at a time of, of something bad. So, But the longer story I want to tell you is about in New York City, I've spent the last couple of hours organizing with a couple of my favorite bars what we are now going to start calling Zoom happy hours. So virtual happy hours. Oh my God. So the one, what? the one cool thing that New York is letting its bars do is they're now allowing takeout drinks. So, so they don't lose all their business. Oh my God. So you can walk out probably with a plastic cup, kind of New Orleans style with a, a cocktail from Fool's Gold owned by Dan, who co-wrote the book with me, Dan Macaron. So uh, my idea was, okay, well, after your locals, your regulars get a couple of drinks and take them home, why don't they log into Zoom so we can all just check in with each other and see how each other is. And the bartender can play the role of a bartender hosting the meeting. So we're going to do that. I have one at five o'clock. And then one at six o'clock. And you know, this is St. Patrick's Day. And so today is a day that I would normally be playing music from noon until midnight. And so I'm missing that terribly. But at the six o'clock uh, virtual happy hour we're doing with Fool's Gold, I'm going to play a couple of Irish songs just to give people a tiny bit of flavor of St. Patrick's Day. Bob, that's amazing. I love that you've, you've basically, this is like the most Bob Sullivan thing I can think of. You basically <laughs> found a way in a time... <laughs> you basically found a way in this time of social distancing to like make a virtual bar for people. I mean, I don't want to say virtual bars of the future. I mean, a pox on my head if I do. Um, but this right. is this is how people who live internationally <laughs> stay in touch with each other all the time. Friends have, have glasses of yeah. wine and share it over the internet from long distances. So now I think we're just all going to have to do that. So this is one of those ways, Aaliyah, where technology is, is good at a time like this. <laughs> That's exactly right. I was waiting for you to say that. That's exactly right. Yeah, this is this. The thesis of our show has been sort of it's sort of being proven right now, right? It's being tested at least. Yeah. Okay. I'm Bob. I'm just gonna ask because you brought it up. Is there any way I could convince you to play one of those songs that you would be playing in the bar tonight? Oh my gosh! Since it's St. Patty. Uh, I mean, I'm in the least uh, possible comfortable setup to do that with my. One headphones on, my other <laughs> headphones, the my and and well okay, well how about this? Can you tell people about the phone number that we've set up so that they can call in with their one good thing and and give me like thirty seconds to tune my guitar and I'll be back. Yeah, I'll get ready to do an outro and you get ready with your guitar and then we'll just smash it all together. Sound good? Okay, I'm I'm game. They say Mother Earth is breathing With every wave that finds the shore Her soul rises in the evening For to open twilight's door Who rise are the stars in heaven Watching o'er us soul the while but her heart, it is in Ireland, deep beneath the Emerald Isle. We are forty against hundreds, someone else's bloody war. And we know not why we're fighting, or what we're dying for. 
They will storm us in the morning. If you have your own good thing to share, something that made you smile or laugh, a bright spot in these seemingly dark days right now that we're living in, tell us about it. Send us an email at sobob at spokemedia.io or call us at 253-470-8398. Take a deep breath. I can see fields of green. Remember that we're going to get through this. I am reaching out. Won't you take my hand? I'm coming home, Ireland. Now the captain, he lay bleeding. I can hear him calling me. These men are yours now for the leading. Take them to their destiny. As I looked up all around me Saw the ragged, tired, and torn So I told them to get ready Cause we're not waiting for the morn Oh, Ireland, I am coming home I can see a rolling fields of green And fences made of stone I am reaching out won't you take my hand? I'm coming home, Ireland. Now the fog is thick and heavy as we forge the dark and fear. I can hear their horses breathing as in silence we draw near. There are no words to be spoken Just a look to say goodbye I draw breath and night is broken As we scream our battle cry Oh Ireland, I am coming home I can see a rolling fields of green And fences made of stone I am reaching out won't you take my hand? I'm coming home, Ireland. I'm coming home, Ireland. Oh, I am home, Ireland. We are forty against hundreds. Someone else's bloody war. That was so beautiful. I was hoping you hadn't fallen asleep or anything. No, just crying. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thank you. We'll do this again tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye, Alia. Bye.